thought you were here for the Mario Rosenstock show. Jesus, Davey Fitz, how are you? How's it going, lads? How's it going? What are you doing here? Oh, we're, we're here for Mario. We're doing doing the podcast with him. No, 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 no. Mario's only a little fish in the in the. Mario's only a little fish swimming around there. You're the big, you're the big whale is going around there. What do no, you want to see Mario for? Ah, no, Mar- Mario's a bit huge name. Yeah, come on, really. you know that, Dave. Yeah, no, on, no, no, no. Do you want to get in to see Mario? Do you? Please, Dave. Yes. Okay, that's... take the second door there on the right and turn around. Come on, come on. So, sound. Thanks, on. thanks, thanks Dave. Yeah, cheers. That was good. Didn't believe that now, but uh, <laughs> strange, Dave. Uh, Brian Cody, uh, Hi, how are you getting on? How are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing here? What's going on here, Brian? Yeah. What, are you, what are you doing here? What's your name, lads? Uh, two Johnnies, Brian. Oh, the two Johnnies? Yeah. From Tipperary, yeah? yeah, yeah. Those, oh, yeah. savage, savage lads. Savage yeah. hurlers, savage podcast. I love the bit. Uh, she only rings me when she's locked. Well, Fantastic well, podcast. Sh- Sinead, love it, love it, yeah, love it, yeah. lads. Thanks, Brian. Fantastic podcast. What are you doing here? Uh, we're here for Mario Rosenstock's podcast. Great. Okay, yeah. take a second door down the right, turn left, and brown the jacks. Sound, thanks, Brian. Wow, what are the chances of that? That's Davy Fitz and Brian Gordy. What a star step. Oh, my God, John Milan! Oh, no. What the fuck are you doing here, lads, eh? <laughs> We're here for Mario Rosenstock's podcast, John. What the fuck are you doing? Up on Tipperary. Yeah. Mario's a good Waterford man. I know he loves me county, boy. That's why I'm standing at the fucking door keeping f- like you. Out. <laughs> what the fuck do you want? What do you want? We're, we're, we're guests on this podcast. Okay. Don't give him any crap, okay? Or sound, John. Yeah, you sure. want your go? Which one John. of you is this Johnny Smacks and Johnny B? I, I, I'm Smacks. So who do we give the Smacks to, you fucking body? <laughs> Please, John, no. Please don't. Okay, Mario's in John, there. John, do you just stand here all day, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want your goal, boy, do you? We'll have a go, yeah. Mario's in there. Cheers. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Mario! Mario! Mario, what, what's going on downstairs? Sorry, sorry, it's all the security. Yes. Brian Cody, did you meet Brian? Yeah, Brian Cody, yeah. Brian downstairs. Strange. Yeah, he's and me, John Milan's still out there? Yeah, Milan's out there, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Cody gave me a cavity search. I can't believe he's just wearing his underpants. Yeah, it's crazy. What a day. Typical Milan. He's a total yeah. wild man. <laughs> and we'll be back to the two Johnnies in just a few minutes' time. I really enjoyed my chat with the two lads. Um, bright, uh, aware, self-aware, um, intelligent, entertaining, hardworking. They have a chart-topping podcast, sell-out shows, best-selling books, uh, all to their names, and also very astute businessmen. And as you might hear later on, I actually really admire the fact that they're very ambitious as well, and that sometimes ambition is a dirty word in Ireland, um, but they represent a new breed Uh, who are not afraid to be ambitious. Um, Early on, they realised they could reach a very large part of Ireland, particularly young people living outside of Dublin with their, I suppose you'd call it, unique style of comedy. They launched the Two Johnnies podcast, which has grown into one of the country's most popular podcasts. And Spotify have obviously been paying attention. And just a couple of weeks ago, they came knocking on the lad's door and they, as they say, made them an offer they couldn't refuse. And in our chat, they tell me all about that, the nuts and bolts. And we get into loads of other stuff too. If we were American podcasters celebrating this Spotify deal, we'd be out on the top of a Hummer. Do you know what I mean? Standing mm. up and saying, "Like we're great men. Look at what we've yeah. built." Whereas I'd be driving around throwing fibers at people. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we'd be afraid to buy a nice car for fear someone at home would be like, "Look at them. Think they own the place." You know what I mean? <laughs> we're like calves waiting to be set free. And I think if a couple <laughs> calves. of yeah, can, oh, new calves shit. out in the field, they go buck wild when they get out there. Yeah. That's what we're like now. We're all at the fence. We're looking over the fence. A few people after breaking through on the far side. Leo's blocking a gap. Yeah, yeah. you know, he t- at the other gap. Tony Hoolin's out oh. there, boy. The amount of women who said they meet a guy on Tinder and his profile picture is a tractor and there's no photo of him. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah. It's just like a, a yellow well, new, new Holland. So, so you're basically, it's always been a girl's ambition to ride a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Fine. 
And I really, really enjoyed the chat with the two Johnnies. Um, it's only about the third time I've met them. I met them once on the radio show and, uh, and once previously. And it's coming up in just a minute here on the Mario Rosenstock podcast, which is, of course, as always, proudly supported by our good friends at Curry's PC World. And we really are in the throes now of the height of summer. And it's one of those summers, it's one of those odd years where there is so much sport um, on the telly. The Olympics, um, the Euros are just starting, the Lions Tour is coming up, French Open, Wimbledon, tennis fans like me. Um, and uh, just an absolute orgy, a summer of sport, orgy. Um, and if you can't get to any of this stuff live yourself, well, then you could do worse than watch it on a, a TV. Maybe a, maybe got from Curry's PC World. They have some fantastic um, televisions up there. I had a look around myself. Some absolutely beauts up there. Um, so Curry's PC World, thank you to them as always um, for uh, your support. Um, if you're enjoying my little podcast adventure uh, so far, would you do me a favor and just tap that little subscribe or follow button now on Apple or Spotify for free on whatever platform you're listening to right now. It's such a big help to us. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Write a short one line review. It really helps us out um, to continue. And we'd really like to get more people like you to join the Mario Rosenstock podcast community. It also means you get brand new and exclusive to this uh, podcast comedy sketches for free every week. Just like the one we're about to hear now. Because it's time to pay a visit to the Men's Shed. um, Or otherwise known as George Hook's Men's Shed in George Hook's Imaginary Garden. Where a few of the lads who've fallen out of favour what what they would call the Woke Brigade hang out and shoot the breeze. And this week, they have a special caller. Yeah, I'd like to welcome everybody to the inaugural sitting of George Hook's Men's Shed. You can't say anything anymore? Well, here you can. The only thing that's going to get cancelled here is our subscriptions to the Irish Times. I'm delighted to welcome here the great Johnny Waters. Let's take back our country. I'd also like to welcome... Kevin Myers, the great man himself. I no longer identify as a man, George. Am I not, Kevin? I identify as a fridge. (laughs) Hilarious, Marcy. And our newest member to Hookies Men's Shed. Please give it up for Ivan Yates. Come on in, Yates. Good evening (laughs) and welcome and delight. Oh, let's... Stick it to the snowflakes, Yatesy. You've got a great tan, George. <laughs> or can I say that? Say what you like. Is that racist? Where's Ingrid gone? The lovely She's Ingrid. She's in the kitchen, Yatesy. <laughs> like all self-respecting, <laughs> obedient <laughs> wifey should be. Anyway. What's the agenda, George? Well, Kevin, we have a few scoops, some yep. blood red steaks, a bit of locker room banter. But first, a message from the main man. Hello, guys. This is your hero, Donald Trump, and I just want to send this very special message to these wonderful gentlemen in this room. George Hook, you're a fantastic guy. Great rugby mind, great rugby player, rugby coach. Everything about you is really fantastic, so I like you. John Waters, keep doing what you're doing for the country. You're saving it, and you're doing a really fantastic job at saving it. I'm very, very proud of you. Kevin Myers, wonderful, great guy, great writer. I love your stuff. It's really, really fantastic. And Ivan Yates, I mean, you're a big loss to news talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> the Hard Shoulder was a really fantastic show, <laughs> along with Fox on and Newsmax on the television. Thank you. But you're a wonderful guy. Thank you. Guys, keep doing what you're doing. And I love the shed. It's fantastic. <laughs> you're wonderful. Thank you. Right, lads. Baywatch. And by the way, that Donald Trump at the end was not me. That was voiced by the great impressionist Al Forn. Um, and I've made it a point to try and see if I can get guest voices every so often on the Mario Rosenstock podcast to do guest characters. And Al Forn does a great Trump, as you'll hear next week if you're listening. Um, he does a great quiet Trump, as you heard there. So there's a loud Trump and there's a quiet Trump. There's various different impressions for everybody, I find. And Al did a brilliant uh, quiet Trump, which I think is even more scary than the loud Trump. Al Foran is my guest in next week's episode. Going to be really, really worth catching. He's a really talented guy. Okay, let's get right to my chat with this week's guests. It's the two Johnnies. They're in great form and they're paying a very rare visit to the big schmoke. Anyway, lads, uh, you got here? Yes, we got here. Welcome. One piece. What, you're, doing, you're up in Dublin. Yes. And are. you were doing the, what were you doing, 2FM show? We were co-hosting with Jennifer Zamperelli and 2FM. Great. So it's uh, mad. They can't believe how obsessed we are with texts. <laughs> it's like we've never seen a text message Every time they go And what do you want to do on the show We're like just read out texts <laughs> We just want to read out texts We think it's so good Because like doing the podcast You can't get live reaction So if someone texts us in And says we're great like, We feel like right men yeah. I yeah. text them back and all yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First of all Let's just get to the nub of the matter here lads mm. You've just gone through the feckin' roof again In terms of popularity Let me explain to my listener out there Because <laughs> I've only got one listener <laughs> That's what I, I was told. And I keep, they no, keep telling me, Mario, we, keep saying you, you, not ye, ye. And I'm going, do we only have one listener? Anyway, it's only... No, anyway. no, you're the big fish now. We're no, 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 only, I'm no, the big... No. You're the big fish there now. No, Mario. we're only two old gum beans from the country <laughs> now. You knocked the cement off my boots coming in the door now. <laughs> Mario, no, come on now. You're the big so, fish. here's what happened, lads. Um... What happened was that uh, I appeared on the Two Johnnies podcast yes. and uh, I had an, a national tour on sale. Yes. And uh, my, my promoter rang me and I went, how's the tour going? And they went, Mario, it's going great. The Cork has gone great. You're sold out. Galway's gone great. The Wexford Opera House has gone great. It's all gone great. You're just a bit short and tipperary. <laughs> uh, and I went, oh, okay. Well, I've never done the Dome and Thurlis before. Um, so that week I did the, uh, the Two Johnnies podcast uh, and I rang up the next week and I went, how are we doing tipperary? It's sold out, Mario. <laughs> and from then on, I'd go down the street and they go, look, it's the fellow that appeared on the Two Johnnies yeah. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how big it is because I sold out the, the Dome in mm. Thurlis, right. right, for two nights. Yeah, it's a big place. Two years ago, lads, and I still haven't played it. Oh. Two years ago. People are saying to us, We're like, waiting. People, two years. People are saying to us, oh, like, when are we going to see you live? You'll be in Zimmer frames. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's yeah, right. We will. It was like two, three years. Two yeah. years ago. And did you have gigs booked to re- as well? Or? Yeah, we had the, um, the big one for us was, we haven't done a gig in Ireland since uh, November 2019. Mm. We've done Vicar Street. We haven't done that since. And we had the Marquee in Cork was sold out, ready to go. Money was resting in um, Ticketmaster's account. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll be resting there for another while. It's two years on the trot now. We haven't got to do it, so. Dose. Yeah. It's a good thing we hadn't got that in written. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or to be totally wasted. Well, that's the thing. When you put on a show, of course, um, mm. you rarely have, have anything written. And then you meet people and they go, geez, I got tickets to your show next February. Yeah. What's it going to be like? What's in the show? And you're there. Oh, lots yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Wait, like, I've got you. this and I've got that. And you haven't written anything. Yeah. I've, been, I've been writing solid. Yeah, through the night and everything. You know, I'm really getting into getting some, some of my best material. And then you're sitting at home. We two of us looking at each other going, we're going to have to think of something. Let's go away for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lads, how long have you been doing a podcast? Uh, we celebrated three years about a month or two ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, episode 173 is out now. And am I right in saying, was there some statistics, like a million a month or something? Is that right? Yeah, w- last year, one in seven of every podcast 
listen to in Ireland was the Two Johnnies podcast. Right. Mm. Whatever that means. It sounds impressive. <laughs> That's yeah. pretty yeah. easy to understand. Yeah. Someone told us that. Someone told <laughs> oh, me that. Oh, no, sure, we had nothing to do with it at all. We're just yeah. a bunch of gobshites. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's, it's, it's mad. And it's, it's completely changed since we started. Like, when we started, it was, as you said, people in Tipperary were real clannish. They were loving it. And then it spread. And then... Like when we done Vicar Street, we couldn't believe people with actual jobs and careers were into us, like listening to our guff, as they say. But yeah, it's, it's changed. And we, we've broken into Dublin, which is always hard for country people. Because when we were touring, we tour all around the country and they'd go well, they'd sell out, whatever. And then we'd done Vicar Street the first time. I swear there wasn't 10 people from Dublin there. Yeah. It was just lads, like. It's so on interesting the, rats. the way you even say that because yeah. when you hear like Louis Walsh or whatever talking about bands, you know, he, he would always go, you know, the guys, they've done really well. It looks like they're going to break the UK and then they're going to break Europe and then they're going to break the Pacific Rim. They're going to break the Rim. They're going to break the Rim and then they're going to break the States. Westlife are going to break the States, but you are the first guys I've ever heard going, I think we might have broke Dublin. <laughs> Go like, small Break Dublin I yeah. came out and, and the first thing I said on stage Is is there anyone here From the country I should replace Fucking erupted Well yeah. this is it you see Isn't it Because that's like Saying in America Is there anybody here From Europe And everybody's yeah. going Well we're all I guess From Europe <laughs> yeah. uh, Originally So you're So in other words You're tapping into What already is Your own market anyway It's just that they're Now drinking lattes Yes exactly <laughs> I, I, I think we're like Poster boys for cultures Do you know what I mean which, yeah. I, which, yeah which I'm quite happy with like. Yeah Because I think Genuinely, there's a lot of acts out there who are who are like Dublin centred and stuff like that. Whereas our our stick is we're from the country, hmm. we had normal jobs. Now we do this, and I think people look at us going like, "Jesus, I wouldn't mind doing what they're doing." That's yeah. that's basically what it is like. I, I think we're just relatable, and that's why that's why people get us. You are relatable. Yeah, I think the, I think the country we're from the country. We're related to most people. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're literally relatable. only you could say that about yourselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I get it, but I. I you are relatable, but it is, is it, but it's not a, you know, you say our shtick is this, mm. but it's real, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. This is what you are. Well, it's not put on, yeah. I, yeah. Do you know what? I wish I was that good an actor that, 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 that I could put it on or stuff like that. No. Do you ever hear people playing the fool? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not us. Not us. We, we are the <laughs> fool. We're living the fool. The original real deal. <laughs> yeah. Living the fool. No, it's, it's nice. It's, it's. Someone said that to us. They said, lads, I watched your TV show and the premise was, isn't it gas? Two lads from the country in America. <laughs> yeah. And that was it. Yeah, the, the TV show was completely unscripted. It was just us going around America. Yeah. Like, Saying, isn't it gas? Yeah. That's Look mad. at that. Yes, yeah, man. A lot of gangbangers shooting each other. Beat a lord. <laughs> ah, you wouldn't get that in Tipperary. Yeah, yeah. And come here, I wanted to get to the... I want, one of the things that... There was a couple of things I really wanted to ask you about, though, because mm-hmm. the last time you did the radio show with yep. me, um, we got to... We actually got to a couple of serious issues as well, yeah. uh, oh. even though we were bouncing around the place. Um, and, and one of them that's occurred to me over the last year and a half is that you, in this last year and a half, you're, what age are you now, guys? Uh, I was 30 last week. 34. 34, right. Okay. Um, and you really reflect the experiences of, I suppose, young, rural, Irish men and women. Even yeah. girls and boys, we could almost call them. Almost, uh, yeah. Yeah. And the last year and a half for them has been Unlike my last year and a half, because I'm 50 years of age and I'm settled and I have a family. You look very fresh. Thank you so yeah, much. You do. Settled and I have a family. But for these people who want to date mm. and these people who want to get out and are in the middle of that most important time in their lives where they may be about to meet somebody. Um, and this has been completely restricted. And I want to know in the podcast, for example, mm. that you've been doing. 
how that is reflected in the messages you've got or the the, 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 the things you've heard about. I mean, you're talking about all sorts of stuff, aren't you? Yeah. You're yeah. talking about people moving <clears throat> back in with their folks. Yeah. You're talking about people not being able to see their girlfriend or their boyfriend for months at a time. Yeah. You're talking about people who don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend not really being able to date. Uh, um, Very tough. What has sprung up is the social distance date dilemma. Walking around town with a four euro takeaway coffee pretending that this is something you're into. The amount of guys we know who would have spent every weekend in the pub, large bottles of cider, shy talk, yeah. tractor talk, and now they're going on walks. Actual farmers are going on walks and they're not inspecting cattle or animals or anything. They're just walking for the sake of walking. For enjoyment. And, it's jo- and, and fellas that we know, their lives have been changed by lockdown. They were on a course from here to there and they've been bushed off course. And it's... Uh, yeah. I don't know how to say it. It's definitely changed people's trajectory. It's a, it's a weird time. And I think any, any content that we put out on the podcast is kind of reflective of what we're going through or what's going on with us. So us not being able to play GA when we're in lockdown, us not being able to see our friends. And that's reflective of the people who listen. And we try and give our views on it. I mean, like young people, and especially even younger than us, say you're, you're, you're 20 or something like that. You can't get these years back that you've missed out on. And I think young people have probably un, unfairly been like chastised for going out for, for, for maybe having a few drinks for I'm not saying flouting lockdown rules but I mean you know last weekend big big deal made out of outside when they were all drinking on the streets and stuff in Dublin and that is like it is kind of against the rules but at the same time the elderly are vaccinated now we've been held back for so long people can't get these years back you know what I mean like I'll put it this way if I missed out on the last year of school first year of college which like I would say were the years where I kind of formed who I am now if I was in a lockdown during those years, I don't know what I'd do. I'd probably be just playing computers full time, playing PlayStation or stuff like that. That's I, I do. I think it's kind of eroding the youth culture. Like when I was 15, 16, 17, 18, I was really into like heavy metal and stuff. And I hung around with all those guys and we went to gigs and that's formed who I am for life. You know, the music you listen to as a 16 year old is kind of the music you're into for life. And I don't know how you're going to get that back. We were only saying that people were like being et for the college parties, but... If you send 300 single 19-year-olds down to university in Galway, don't be shocked that they're all riding and drinking and acting a maggot. Also, if you tell them that it's very unlikely that they're going to be sick or die from this thing, and then you tell them to get together outdoors. (laughs) I mean, so they're going, hang on now a second there, you, sir. Are you saying to me that I'm 18 years of age and, uh, although sorry for sounding 73, but are you saying to me that I'm 18 years of age? Boy. Now, I'm not going to die, am I? No. No, boy. Okay, Dr. Doctor Smacks, am I going to die? No, boy. No. Okay, are you encouraging me to go outdoors? No. You are? Yeah, you are. Yeah, we are, yeah, we are. Sorry, yeah. outdoor summer, yeah. doctor. Yeah. Are you encouraging me to have a point outdoors? Yes. He's saying I'm seeing, I am I can see a few friends. Yes. And I won't die. Yes. Well, I'm off then. <laughs> you know, because that's what you're saying to people. But it, it's mixed messages. And, and as I said, I'm not going to blame any of those people. Like, I, I know when I was 18, if someone told me not to do something, I'd be fucking doing the opposite. Like, simple yeah. as that. And I can understand that. I hear that. Yeah. And actually, that was leading on to mm. something else I wanted to say. But, but, but you've kind of answered it now. Was that about the Tony Holohan thing last week? I mean... I've written, you know, a sketch about it that's going out on the podcast uh, that went out in the podcast last week. And it was taking the piss out of Holohan driving around in his car. And, um, you know, you're kind of going, 
Did you feel that like people your age were having the fingers wagged at them? Yeah. Were you being finger wagged by Tony Holohan? I, 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 do you know what? I don't know because like, I guess we're 30, but I, I really feel for, for those 20 year olds. And, and, and like, as you said, if I know I'm not good, like uh, there's a tiny chance that I might get very ill. But other than that, like, you, you take the chance. It's, it's, life has to be for living. And, and like the gas thing is Michal Martin and, and Leo Varadkar are saying, we're really looking forward to having a pint. It, it's like some fella going like, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's like going to bed with a woman. And, and you're, you're, you're just about to get going And then she says Ah actually not in the mood And you're there then Like just fucking The big pint horn and yeah, yeah yeah you know what I mean That's what it is You got the pint horn You just want to be free We're like calves Waiting to be set free And I think if a couple <laughs> of them, Yeah can oh, new shit. calves out in the field They go buck wild when they get out there yeah. That's what we're like now We're all at the fence We're looking over the fence A few people after Brayton through On the far side Leo's blocking a gap Yeah, yeah. you know He falls t- at the other gap Tony Hoolan's out oh. there Suck 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 And all we want to do Is break free And I think unfairly Yeah we have been finger whacked If you've got a lad He's 21, 22 And he hasn't seen Someone of the opposite sex Or whatever For the last year and a half Like that's will ride Anton Yeah First night back in the pubs There's going to be a lot of No that didn't happen I don't know her yeah. <laughs> So this is what I wanted to ask you about cause, and, and this is Actually I wanted to ask you About the more delicate matter mm. And it was literally about sex Yeah And uh, Because twen- When you're 26, 27, 28 They're some of the most Sexually active Yeah Periods of your life Absolutely So I hear Yeah <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just wondering uh, You know Has that been reflected In what you've been hearing Obviously In other words There was the lack of a bit, the lack of yeah. the lack of freedom to do this. Have you been hearing about? Have lads been lads and girls been contacting you, going, for want of a better expression, I'm extremely sexually frustrated in this you, last year. You, people can be. I'm just wondering because I'm a 50 year old guys yeah, yeah, who, yeah. Who, who who people who, don't write to you about their sexual frustration. No, they don't. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, people are incredibly honest on the podcast, especially if they feel they can be anonymous. That's one thing that struck me is getting the girls' point of view. Like, lads will talk after a few pints or whatever. But the women talking about the guys they've gone on first dates with, their experiences of Tinder has blown my mind. And things have definitely moved on yeah. since I was 21, I'll tell you that. Or else I was drinking in the wrong bars. I might have been down the Cas Bar or Club 10 as it was back <laughs> then. But um, yeah, people are going to go bananas, I think, Mario. And the online thing is totally normal now. It is more normal to meet your missus on Instagram than in person. Mm-hmm. And we had a friend who recently became single and we had to say to him, it's totally normal to follow a girl you don't know. It's totally normal to message on her. On the internet. On the internet. <laughs> on, not around the gaffer. <laughs> on the internet. That, that even like five, six years ago, that would have been weird. But now, you see a nice girl, you can follow her. Totally normal. Send her a message. Totally normal. She'll reply or she won't. This is where people are meeting now. Yeah, we opened it up to like, because we had lads writing in saying I'm struggling like I'm on Tinder but I'm not I'm not going well on it you know I don't I, I don't know is there like some secret that I don't know about that no one's told me and we were like we'll dogs put, yeah yeah dogs yeah Johnny swears by the dogs yes, a golden retriever yeah. I have. yeah and a wonderful girlfriend now and um I actually saw a guy actually even in my local village yeah. and I see him he goes in for a coffee every day and I just went ah bit of a loser what? Well, no, no, just just in, just inside my my yeah, mind, yeah, right? in, in my inner thoughts, not to his face, of course. <laughs> just I was walking, oh, bit of a loser, right? Saw him again, probably uh, bit of a loser. He's the loser again. Then the other day, he, I saw him again, right? And he had his golden retriever with him, and I went, 
he's a very attractive man. <laughs> so even, uh, even dogs I, changed perception. This, it was changed my perception. He was with this handsome golden retriever, and suddenly I went, he's a handsome golden yeah. retriever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that was just me. It's ghastly. We opened it up then. We said, we'll help these lads who can't, like, you know, they're not killing it on Tinder. So we got the women to write in tell us your no-nos on Tinder what are lads so, doing wrong yeah so we're basically doing lads jobs for them like. so we're responsible the, t- tell us some of the things that our lads are doing wrong um, posting Post. selfies from like bad angles so you know what I mean like if we all look completely they're called dick pics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> camera was facing uh, wrong way yeah, sorry I, sorry, I would just, sorry you posted me a picture of your penis it was just the wrong angle <laughs> guys it, it was just the wrong angle sorry I don't know why I did that in Louis Walsh's <laughs> voice it's first thing that came to mind <laughs> just the wrong angle guys <laughs> do you know the women who said they meet a guy on tinder and his profile picture is a tractor and there's no photo of him <laughs> <laughs> honest to god yeah. it's just like a, a yellow well, new, new holland so, so you're basically it's always been a girl's ambition to ride a tractor yeah. <laughs> i suppose fine it's like she's marrying a new holland on the Saturday, or maybe he's yeah. saying attract her attract her wow attract her that's layered if he is yeah okay but that's thing, th- things like that And then it was like Group photos of lads And they're all just Smashed drunk Like yeah. you know Eyes are rolling around their head They're like oh. Don't do that Yeah don't Do not do that um, And suits Women love suits That's the one thing We've got back So like all of our friends Now have Tinder profiles Where they're just wearing suits Now are they catfishing The women in a certain <laughs> regard Yes You know It's like The women are looking at him Go bet he's like Got a really good job and then it, it doesn't. You said something. Like, sorry that I've all. I'm really embarrassed to say this. I, f- I don't know what catfishing so is. Catfishing is like if I told someone, like let's let's say I worked in like a pound shop or mm. something like that, and then I told someone, oh, finance. No, yeah, I'm fine. I work yeah. in banking. Okay. And borrowed whatever, a suit for the day. Borrowed a suit for the day. Turned up, took her on a date, got a flash car. That would be you, like bo- you borrowed a Ferrari, rented yeah. a Ferrari yeah. for the and day. She thinks I'm so you're spoofing. Yeah, she thinks I'm the dog's bollocks, and I'm not. Right, uh, right. which is exactly how I got my miss. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> no, she knew I was a loser. <laughs> a bit of a loser. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah. so that's some of the the, so the advice. Some of the stuff Foods. we get, and, and then like from from time to time, like we could deal with Tinder, and, and that's that's the beauty of podcasts and stuff is that. One minute you're talking about Tinder and, and riding and drinking and then the next thing you're talking about something serious. So I think that's that's the beauty of the podcast and that's reflective of what people are going through at the time. A lot of people would say riding is very serious. Yeah. To be fair. Have you heard like have you heard about a lot of people breaking all the regulations? Uh, just to have sex. I'm sorry if it sounds like I'm obsessed with sex in this. Yeah, a little I'm bit. actually no, no. It is. I'm, I'm actually doing it deliberately because mm. again, I reiterate, you are in that. Yeah. You are in that milieu where you are looking for a partner at your at those ages yeah. and you're fishing around and you are, you know, with different people. But now you can't be. And I'm just wondering, have you heard about people going, I don't give a crap about the regulations? Yeah, a mix. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people took it very seriously, didn't see their partner yeah. or their parents for a year or whatever. And other people were just... If you got to get it, you got to get it, Mario. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, everybody has to get their kicks. But I think... it we get anything? I didn't get COVID. I have loads of crabs. Yeah, I didn't yeah, get COVID. Yeah. I tell you. I'm with venereal disease. Some of our friends' COVID's the least of their concerns with the places they're sticking. <laughs> hey, Mario, if you fall into a bed of nettles, it's hard to know which uh, yeah. one is sting you. Like, you know, so... But, but we've seen it. It went in waves. It was that like... That sounds like Michael Flatley. I swear. <laughs> yeah. That is like... Ah, be Jesus. If you fall into a bunch of nettles, you never know which one will sting you, be gobs. <laughs> yeah. But it went in waves It was like The first lockdown Everyone was petrified Then it loosened up a bit Like if you had it on a graph Of like lockdowns To shagging ratio Like I'd say It just spikes When things open up But our friends 
like with our with our group, we have a close group who, who we always pat around, with, and they've been pr- fairly complaint with COVID. Mm. Now whether they were just shagging on the side and not telling us, yeah. that's also mm. could be apparent. Yeah. Um, with all the guests on the podcast, I have a little checklist of questions mm-hmm. I've asked them, and I sent them to you on email yeah. beforehand. Yeah. And um, the, the first one was: Is there anything particularly annoying at the moment, or that you want to get off your chest, or anything that's bugging you about society as it stands at the moment? Yeah, one of one of them was like everybody being offended by everything. Well, this is a very common thing. And, and this whole kind of, you can't say nothing, you can't make a joke about okay. this or that. And I think that just... Has that affected you at all? Have you reined in your pint horns? Um, take a lot to, for us to rein in our pint horns. But like, I, I, I put it this way, a gas one. We, we did comic relief and we were like, we'll dress up as um, the acts that we're going to portray. Like, So me and Johnny were like, we, we, we done a Christy Moore thing where we like put on heads and we're like letting on to be Christy Moore. And we're like, that's funny. And then comic relief like, can you do that and we were like oh, we want to do more than that so we done uh, Mary Black and Eleanor McAvoy and we done A Woman's Heart like and we, we, kind of, we took completely took the piss with it like but then I just seen on Twitter afterwards it was like oh my god men dressing up as women like you must get that with like Miriam and stuff well, yes but it's been a while since I, I guess I did it on telly yeah and then it was like but can a woman dress up as a man or like oh, this the, is a very interesting point the guys. whole lines are just blurred they are I don't know what's acceptable anymore this is, in society yeah honest, it is so. a very interesting point but we're coming at it though as a point we're not really offended by anything no no, no. but then we're probably coming at it a position of privilege we are white male yeah. healthy youngish Irish we're, we're like we're not really offended by anything yeah Pe- bar people calling us shit on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> Or if I put up a video, someone will always say, no need to curse. And then I just say, well, fuck you, yeah. you prick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that, we're pretty privileged in that way, so nothing offends us. So you assume other people think like you think. So if I approach a sketch and I step on someone's toes, I assume they're thinking, this is comedy. And there's no malice intended. So it does always surprise us when somebody is offended. And we feel like going to their house and say. You, you know we're joking. We haven't just, like, parked up our taxi, told this one-liner and gone back. Like, we're trying mm. to do this for yeah. a living. We're trying to be... The, the other one that, that strikes me is that with the word you use there, offended. Mm. I mean, when did it become a crime to offend somebody? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Years ago, somebody could go, I was offended. And they go, so what? We yeah. all get offended from time yeah. to time. Yeah. You know, grow up, move on. Now it's like, you offended me i.e. you nearly broke the law yeah. Yeah. or some sort of yeah. moral law that now means you're going to be cancelled. Yeah. So being offended is, uh, you know... 100%. It, and, and, and that cancel culture that comes from offending someone is, is dangerous. Like, I, like, I, like, I have to be honest, like, we're, we're okay. Like, we, we, we told line we don't do stuff that's too outrageous or anything like that. And we do, I like to think we have a good moral compass. But there's always a part of me that's like... Don't know now if I'll like you know go for a mortgage because you could be cancelled. <laughs> That's honestly the way I'm thinking. Is like this could all be gone, and well, I'm and I'm petrified. I, I have to say you, somewhere you'd be scared of that. We of had a, a very honest chat off here with Tommy Kiernan about this, and he said to us lads, if you ever find yourself pulling back, he said it's that's too far. That's wrong. If you ever if you ever find yourself stopping yourself, and I was saying this to Johnny, and you made the point, but like Tommy's so big, he's probably untouchable. Is that different if you're only coming up? And I, I do think sometimes... Yeah, I think you raise an interesting point there. Mm. Um, like, it's easy to say that when you're the most I, successful I th- comedian I, in the country. Exactly. And I think you raise an interesting point that some people get cancelled, some people get half cancelled and come back 
and some people don't get cancelled at all. Yeah. So, for example, J.K. Rowling got into an, o- an awful lot of trouble about talking about transgender, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's not cancelled. They had a go at her. Yeah. They tried to take her down on Twitter, but nothing's going to stop the train that is J.K. Rowling from mm. producing her books because she's literally too big. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody else who's you know smaller in fame and also in in financial uh, security. Yeah. Somebody who could be fired. Yes, somebody who could be fired. Somebody, somebody who could be fired, or somebody who's just so wealthy yeah. that they can, they can, they can outlast it. But that's the thing. If I had the big house in the hills and all the money, I wouldn't give, a, I wouldn't give a shit. Then if I was cancelled, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's, 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 you have that. But clout. do you ever find yourself pulling back? Sometimes you, you may not say exactly what you're feeling. I think in, for, for like writing stuff is difficult because sometimes you're writing stuff going like that's funny, but like we'll have to justify that and I don't want to get to the justification stage where you're going around all the time being like yeah look the reason that we've done that joke is because like here's what happened XYZ and that's how we, we, we done it in. I don't want to be that person who's going around having to explain jokes the whole time that's right. the good is gone from it then yeah. so if you can just twist it in a little direction which it's still funny it still works as a joke and you don't have to you don't have to stand yeah, yeah. And be no, good. answering questions no no good that. I think that's I think that's, that's, that's a good exploration of that, of that subject guys a laugh for a day somebody turn to for a laugh just maybe a comfort laugh um, well each other I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're fucking stuck with each other now <laughs> we're in marriage here yeah in, in fairness there is some days where I just look at some of our old stuff and I'm like oh my god that, that is actually funny because at the time I won't watch it um, but I think we one of the examples I gave was what's not is that what you've um, we've got a clip I, yeah I think we might have a clip of it but <laughs> this cracks me up it's just that element of live it's, it's the den um, Fra- Francie Boylan is hosting mm. the den and we've met him since because I just wanted to ask him about it so bad like we've done a gig in Manor Hamilton and uh, we met him there and it was great to chat to him about it. But it's a kid calling in for a competition and he, he doesn't really understand what's going on. And mm. then the live television and he's going to him like, Kevin Agala, have you got an answer? And then he's like, one minute. <laughs> and it's just dead air. And like, he's like, Francie Violin's just laughing. And then even like the, pu- the, the puppets are just going like, what the fuck, what's going on here? Good question, Kevin. Kevin, you can ask it. It can be a person, place, thing or object. What would, what would you like? And it can be yes or no. Uh, what? Say that again? It can be a person, place, thing, or object, and you can ask him a question um, if you'd like to ask. Him. Just try and guess which one I am. Yeah. So, Kevin, would you like to ask, ask me another question. question? Yeah. Uh, where did you get your hairstyle? Well, we got it in this place called Mark Peters, but Kevin. Is- Back to Kevin in, in County Galway. Kevin, would you like to ask a question? Um. Wait, wait, one minute. I just have to do something. Well, Kevin, listen, you take a time. It's only live national television, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Would you think of another question for me? Um, Kevin, have you not? Hello? Kevin, I'll tell you what. And Kevin, would you, would you like to ask a question to Snotter? Like, like, are you a cow or something? Uh, are you a sheep? <laughs> what? I tell you what. I think we're well, what I will do is both of you win a bike. And any time, if you're having a bad day around, I, I might I throw that on and it just still still cracks me up. Like, I think it's hilarious. You picked one, I think, was... I can't remember what I picked. It was the, the accent. I still can't remember. What was it? It was the, 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 most, the most Irish accent in history. Oh, was it? Sham from Killarney. <laughs> I love it because uh, your man Colm, 
who's hosting the show is the straightest <laughs> mad presenter, like right down the middle. And th- the more I watch this, I start picking out words. And then I like reading the comments where nobody has a clue what's going on. But I love that about Ireland, that there's just mad fucking bastards in amongst us. And you really get them in the small towns where there's some, like in Cairnow, there's a couple of fellas, I suppose kind of burnt from the drink, walking <laughs> around, you know, talking to lampposts, kind of making, kind of like making signs and like talking to themselves and stuff. And I love, I love the fact that they exist. I don't want to interact with them too much. <laughs> and God, God be good to them and all. But I just think the world needs those mad whores. Yeah. And so that's why I, I love watching this video. Sham from Killarney. We're here in Killarney today. Killarney Media. Are you from Killarney? I'm 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 Born and bred. Born and bred in Killarney. And come here, Sham, we're trying to figure out what makes Killarney so special. What do you think makes it a great town? All right, again. Yeah, lots of tourists around. It's great, isn't it? Great, give me a job, boy. And what's your favourite thing about Killarney? Timmy Connor, my best singer, Chatter Glen. Timmy Connor from Chatter Glen. Give me my better Timmy Connor. Yeah. Chatter Glen. To me, it sounded like Swahili. To be honest with you, oh, yeah. it, was, it was Zulu. It was I, there was only every sixth word I could make out. Jarvi. It just shows how different we are. The first time Johnny showed that to me, he was rolling on the ground laughing, and I was like. <laughs> Why, what? What's going on here? And then, do not get it? It's hilarious. I was like, oh yeah, okay. This podcast is proudly supported by our friends in Curry's PC World. Back to the chat. Guys, we've got some people on Zoom who want to talk to you. Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, they have some questions. They've been listening live or oh. they've been listening in on Zoom to the, we have a special channel that they can come in. So we have some guests who, who want to, uh, who want to uh, ask you a few questions. I think we have Leo Varadkar on the line, oh, actually. Oh, wow, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Leo Varadkar, uh, Thornishta, Leo Varadkar has a question for you. Hi, Leo. Uh, hi, Mario. Um, I'm really enjoying the, the podcast, and I'm looking forward to it coming out with, with the guys. Hi to uh, Johnny B and Johnny Smacks. Hi, 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 guys. Leo. Thanks, Leo. You're so young and hip. Uh, <laughs> this question is for uh, Johnny B, uh, actually. Um, <laughs> it, you know, the weather is actually quite good at the moment. And uh, I enjoy taking my top off in the summer. Um, I've seen photographs of you, and you're actually an incredibly good Nick. <laughs> and uh, I just want to know what, what workout routine you like, because uh, it's thinking of getting the top off in the next few days. Uh, yeah, I Cheers, always... thanks for the question. Th- no, th- thanks, um, Leo. I Big always fan. respect political leaders who will walk around with the top off. Thanks. Um, the Vladimir Putin stuff is probably my favorite. So if... if I think, Leo, if you want to really appeal to the young people, you know, riding a horse bareback with a, with a rifle, Vladimir Putin style, might be the way to do it. Is, is that good for your abs? <clears throat> it's, it's good for your reputation. <laughs> what, what do you do for your abs? Um, I don't know. <laughs> oh, um, and your, your, your guns? Your guns are actually quite impressive. <clears throat> uh, you do, you have you got to pump the guns, Leo. I, I, I can't emphasize it enough, Leo. In between meetings in the doll, get a couple of weights under the table and just crunch them. Crunch him hard, Leo. Okay, th- thanks, Leo Varadkar. But sorry, just on a serious level, do you work out? You're in good nick? Uh, yeah. What do, you, what do you do? I, I have to ask his question for him now because you, <laughs> you didn't answer it properly. <laughs> we, we bought weights on the way home from America when the TV show was cancelled yep. and lockdown came. We went online and bought weights yep. and then get up most mornings and try and go. And we both still play hurling. Would you do, yeah, do you do weights every day? Yeah. 
Uh, well, yeah, we're probably Both of you? on the field three yeah. times a week, so we try and get weights in two or three, four times a day. Wow. Well, I didn't through. do much when, like, and then when we came back from America, I weighed myself and had a look at myself flailing around a swimming pool in a mermaid costume, yeah. which done nothing <laughs> for me. So I went and, uh, yeah, started exercising then with Johnny and, uh, yeah, lost two stone during lockdown. Oh, wow. Yeah, and kept it off, which is the, the biggest thing. Well, but, did you? Yeah. Well done. Pubs, pubs could open now. Could be, could be a free for all, <laughs> Mario. I won't, I won't be able to come up these stairs the next time. No, well done. You yeah. lost two stone. That's yeah. flipping. I, I had it to lose yeah to oh no well jeepers so, and yeah. well you're both in good nick uh okay another question actually it's the president wow, wow. president That's fantastic wonderful. uh michael d higgins go ahead uh, yes indeed um i'm absolutely enthralled listening to johnny b and smacks um uh, my question for the gem- gentleman is this uh, having listened to a lot of their back catalogue <laughs> um i'm a massive fan of she only rings me when she's locked <laughs> Because um, John Burton, uh, used to, <laughs> it reminds me of John Burton, who used to only ring me when she was locked and give out to me about him and Gilmore and the fucking Labour Party. Anyway, uh, my question to you is, what is your favourite song of your own? Uh, honestly, Sinead, but every time I put on the silage song, it makes me laugh because the video was filmed on a mobile phone, President, uh-huh. and hooked her on. Yeah, Mr. President, I'm I'm going to go with uh, I'm Grand, which is one of our songs, and it's got like a big opening guitar, the kind of, and it's it sounds like something that you two would do, and then it was the first song we played at Electric Picnic, so that's why it's got a mad mad. Uh, I must say, I enjoyed Sinead as well. <laughs> I really did. Um, it reminded me of a cross between Teenage Dirtbag and, and the Saw Doctors. <laughs> That's incredibly accurate, accurate yeah. on And do, do you know what did Joan Burton used to drink when she was locked? Straight vodka. Straight vodka. <laughs> where, where did she, where was her local, I wonder? Her local, well, she's from, she's from the west side of, uh, of Dublin. So her local might have been, um, I don't know, in Tala or something like yeah. that. Or Castle Knock or something. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. I'm a big fan. Bye. Thanks, Miguelie. Our next question is from, uh, oh God, it's from Donny Gall, it's from Daniel O'Donnell. Oh, oh wonderful, wow. yes. Hi, Daniel. How are you doing, lads? Mario, listening, loving the stuff, loving listening to the lads' banter. You had me rolling around the place on the, the, talking about the pint horn. <laughs> know it well. Come here to me. I have a huge experience of backstage antics, of course, as you might have imagined, having toured for a number of years. Are you there? I'm there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to imagine your backstage antics. Many of them involve older women, the grannies and stuff, following me around and ripping stuff off me and tearing me pants off and me socks and all that sort of stuff. That's wild. There's one granny called Teresa Bonner, her's her name. (laughs) Letter Kenny. And she sends me her teeth every month in the post. She must buy 12 different false teeth I don't know where she's getting them if it's Amazon or Deliveroo or are you reconstructing her mouth at home Daniel I think by her sending me her mouth she can get closer to me yeah. and that when I open them I think I'm afraid they're going to go coming after me but anyway have you any mad fans or Lupe fans at all just asking oh, we get sent a lot of postcards Daniel and letters in the post yeah any suggestive ones we go- oh yeah <laughs> we recently got sent a photo of Joe Dolan from a gig he did in Thurless in about 87 and it was covered in the aftershave that he wore that night. Yeah. Which That's is, lovely. Yeah. That is lovely, yeah. yeah. 
Also, put that th- beside me bed. This is a wild one, but we got sent in a mold of a man's genitalia, and his girlfriend sent it in. Right. So we were talking about. <laughs> You're losing me now, lads. I'm getting a bit of sh- embarrassed now. How was the mold impressive? Uh, it, it, was, it was silicone, so it wasn't definitely, certainly not functional. <laughs> Girlfriend, there's a lot. To Daniel's answer. Daniel's gone. God, Actually, no, he's gone. We've I, lost I, I, Daniel. Wow. He hung up there. Uh, lost him. I think you, you lost him on molded genitalia. We'll send you a photo. Did you get it molded? Yeah. yeah. Okay. This uh, lad gave it to his girlfriend. He was going away with the army or something, yeah. and he gave her. He got a, a mold of his lad done, and it's on a little stick. And then uh, yeah. when, when when he came home from duty, she sent it to us. My God. So it, it's on the mantelpiece. Lads, you have some big news, don't you? Yes. Uh, commercially. Yeah. Tell us about it. And emotionally. Uh, yeah, mm. we, we've signed uh, an exclusive partnership with Spotify, which means that from the 14th of June, our podcast is only available on Spotify. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Thanks. Uh, does that mean they give you money? Yes. Yes. They give you money? They yeah. give you wow. money. Do you have a joint bank account? Yes. We have, yeah. A, a limited company. <laughs> Do you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that what you are, a limited company? Two Johnny's yeah. Productions. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yeah. 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 Limited company. That's limited liability. Yeah. So Ain't no, don't 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 come so, to us. So if you go absolutely bust, you can go. No, it's not me. It's the company. Yeah, yeah. still alive. Oh, I get that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. director guys. It's those director guys who are yeah. actually you as well. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> yeah. with masks. So Spotify, Spotify give you money to do the podcast. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, and you can earn money. Sorry for being. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Won't, I won't get too too uh, intrusive. And you can also earn money from other areas like sponsorship and all well, that sort. Yeah, of stuff. there's no more pre-roll ads in the podcast. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's what we had when we were with Acast. Yeah. They would source ads for you. So if we do a long-term partnership, yeah. like we had a big chicken roll campaign there with Apple Green, that spills over into the podcast, into our social media. But uh, we're not going searching. We're not going searching for it all the time now, which is great. That mm. was a big, like when we started on social media, you're going to take whatever. Like Jimmy's bike shop down the road. Will you do a video? Yeah, two grand. I'll give you 50. No bother. (laughs) So you're taking all this and then there comes a time... Will you do the thing for the chicken roll? I will. Two grand. Yeah. Chicken roll. Just the chicken roll. Yeah, just, just the chicken yeah. roll. Then. Is there cheese on it? Hundreds of cheese will do it. But it, it, it's, do you know what? It's nice. And, and um, the, the money element is, is great and stuff like that. But also, the big thing for us is we actually wanted to get bigger in, in more places than just Ireland. So we wanted to see, could it go in the UK? Could, could it cut it in the US? Like, because we want to eventually tour out there. We know Ireland is great and that's, that's where our home is and it always will be. Um, but we wanted to just try. We wanted mm. to try and what better place than Spotify? Yeah, know, well, this. it's one of the things I really like about you guys, yeah. if you don't mind me saying that. And, uh, and it's that you're unashamedly ambitious. Yeah. And yeah. you bring, you, you know, but in a really nice way. And that's hard to say in Ireland. Yeah. Being ambitious mm. has always been a Catholic sin. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've never said ostensibly or, 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 or out, outright it's a sin to be ambitious, but it has always been ambitious. It, it has always been a sin. There yeah. What you ambitious putting yourself above God? <laughs> I didn't say I was putting myself above God. I just said I want something good for myself. Yeah. Maybe even something better. Yeah. Better? You mean you might go away from here, leave the parish, <laughs> the church? You really? You? Who do you think you are? I'm only a small fish. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Only a small fish. Now stay in your little pond. That's and what I like about you guys is that you're unashamedly ambitious. Ambitious that you go why not the world is my oyster as much yeah. as anybody else's oyster but I mean like all, all we can do is try and if we fail I mean we, we, we still have home we still get to go home you know we still, still get to go to bed at night it's not do, that but bad but I mean not to ram corporate malarkey down your throat mm. but all the biggest successes in the world have failed over and over again before they became a success yeah. Yeah. if you ask a lot of successful people how are you so successful they went it's because I failed 
yeah. so many times. But that's the difference from here in America. If if we were American podcasters celebrating this spot of idea, we'd be out on the top of a Hummer. Do you know what I mean? Standing mm. up and it's saying like we're great men. Look at what we've yeah. built. Whereas I'd be driving around throwing fibers at people. Yeah, yeah. Whereas we'd be afraid to buy a nice car for fear someone at home would be like, "Look at them. Think they own the place." You know what I mean? So that's, that's <laughs> the local, point. Our local publican said that to us. He started doing really well, and then he got a new car, and he said people were like stopping coming in, and people were like, "I'm not going in there buying fucking new shirts for him." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, and it's down. like that old. I don't know if it's an apocryphal story about Bono, yeah. um, that he tells about the when he went when you two went first went to the United States and he came back with his YouTube with his American accent like all oh, Irishmen oh, do yes, yes, and he's yes. never lost it but anyway uh, but it's fine he's brilliant but but uh, he came back with these stories and, and everything and he went you know the difference between Dublin and, and gay he'd be on the late late one tell us my good friend Bono <laughs> there he is lovely little Bono with the little little shades on him how are you well done howdy doody how did it go in the States and gay went great you know tell us anything you learned about the States gay the difference between Ireland and America is this in America they look up at the guy in the big house on the hill, gay, and they say, someday I'm going to be that guy. In Ireland, they look up at the big house in the hill and they say, someday I'm going to get that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, that's, and that is, isn't it? Someday I'm going to bring him down. Yeah. Someday I'm going to yeah. get him. But, no, but, but please don't lose that fresh yeah. ambition that you I have. Think, because I, it is, it's, it's refreshing yeah. to be ambitious. At the start, it was delusion. <laughs> no, honestly, like, I, I, I remember saying to Johnny, like, we'd be massive, like, this would really be our full time job. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. You need delusion. Yeah, yeah. Imagine to. somebody, imagine before man went into outer space. Yeah. Okay. And somebody went, we have a plan. And I said, what's the plan? <laughs> We're going to send you into orbit. And he went, are you fucking deluded, bike? <laughs> going to space, bike. Why, it's going to space. Going to the moon. Because the first man in space was a Waterford man. Yes, he was from Barron's Trans Street. <laughs> but come here, the point was, you need a bit of delusion. Yeah. You need to believe in your own madness mm. to go out there and do well. So you guys lying in bed together at night. And, <laughs> holding uh, hands. Uh, holding hands and you're there. You know what? We can break America. <laughs> and so like, don't be deluded. And yeah. I said, but we will. Yeah. Why not? And if you don't break America, you'll break some portion of it. Yeah. Like you broke Dublin. That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> we infiltrated Dublin. Uh, America is next. But like, that's the thing. We've done shows in America and it's like, all you want to do is go back the next time and do a bigger show. It's, it's not like we're going out going, yeah, we'll be hosting, you know, the late show there with the two Johnnies. You know, I don't yeah, think that's going to happen. That's very deluded. If it's a win for you, a mate of mine was 30 and he was still getting goalkeeping training after this lad came into the soccer club and he said, there's a win out there for you. You're not going to play for Ireland. There's a win out there for you. And that's it is for us. If pe- people ask us, where are we going to be next year or in 10 years? Having a clue, Mario. Mm. But as long as there's some bit of a win out there, as long as we... Look, if we were making 300 euro a week, 200 euro a week off comedy, wouldn't that be making it? Yeah. It would be doing something you love and making some sort of a living. Yeah. yeah. In fact, you just actually, it's the PUP payment you'd be making. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's the thing, like, you, everybody measures success in different ways, don't they? Like, I mean... I said to him one day, I said, I'm after buying two pairs of runners there this morning, like, when I, when I came into work. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, isn't that mad? Like, when I, when I used to work in Super Value, if I bought two pairs of runners, like, I wouldn't be eating for fucking two weeks. Mm. Because my wages would be gone on two pairs of runners. To be able to do something small like that, buy a pair of runners, pay for, my, pay for the oil for the house. That's, that's yeah. all winning. Yeah, what that's I think all you a big guys, win. What I think you guys grasp really clearly is the... Uh, the beauty of your independence yeah. that you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I was like, saying that to me, Mrs. Like, 
be asking her for like 20 quid to put me car to tide me over until you got me wages like so now like she doesn't care really like yeah. that we're doing comedy or anything like that but she's just happy I'm not niner so, yeah. so I'm out of the house and I'm happy that's yeah. it that's yeah. after well that. it's a lovely story and actually you know there's no harm in saying this but I think part of your success is down to a certain amount of goodwill that people feel towards you as well yeah. they're kind of egging you on yeah. Um, they want to go you know I'd love to see those guys fucking break America and go you're like a little I had a I had 50 quid on the two Johnnies in the 230 yeah. like, go on the two Johnnies go on go on the two Johnnies go on the fuck the two Johnnies go on the outside go on the two Johnnies and it's the two Johnnies on the right hand side the two Johnnies and the two Johnnies ah damn bastards <laughs> that's exactly it though I think I think it's it's the outsider thing that's that standing it's a little bit yeah. yeah and you are the outsider and plus I think a lot of people gave us a dig out as well on the way up like I remember the first time we met you you said if you ever have any questions there's my number and give me a ring and I thought yeah, yeah. I can't remember that but that, that was, was that was at um, Paul's do for his for um, Paul, Paul Collins. Collins yeah yeah do you know yeah and I, I thought Mario that must have been locked <laughs> <laughs> well lads you only ring me when you're locked yeah there you go there you go but I just thought like I remember thinking like that was a really nice touch because there was people that we reached out to at the start and we got nothing back like you know cause, you, yeah? Yeah, cause we won't mention any names yeah, but, no, but no, it's no, nice of you to say that and I don't yeah. remember that I do remember you coming up on the radio show and I remember having a really good laugh with yeah. you because, that's uh, it, because that's you're, you're, you're up front you're up front yeah, oh, you, yeah. You, 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 say, you, you play the ball yeah. not the man and you play the ball in front of you you see what you see and you play it yeah. Yeah, on it, each given, a, given occasion we've learned that from the podcast the fact that you, so we started being really open because you don't think anyone's listening <laughs> yeah. you're telling these stories and then like somebody will come up to you in the street and be like Oh, so you hit your man. You shagged your one. Whatever, like, do you know this yeah. honest stuff? Yeah. And then that's how you get the listeners to give back, we reckon. That's mm. why they tell us these mad stories, because we tell our own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so did you enjoy your chat with Brawley? I heard you talk, remember, I was listening to you with Brawley there. He's a mad bastard, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, he is a different gravy. Now, yeah. in fairness, the audio quality of our internet wasn't great that day, so it was really hard to stop him talking yeah. when we were interviewing him. So we were like, off you go, Joe. No I don't matter. think it was audio quality dependent. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think it would have been really hard to stop him anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if we'll ever tell him that. He, he had a rant about the DUP for a good half hour at the start. We just cut it all out. <laughs> 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 so you, just, you can't tell him, like. I hope he doesn't hear this. <laughs> you can't tell him. Ah, he's a character. Yeah, he is. He really is. Yeah, I'd love to cover pints with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he is a character. He's intelligent and he's. He's intelligent and he's kind of um, he's a kind of an explosive sort yeah. of yeah. personality. We, we got a cardboard. But he's fizzling. He's fizzles. He fizzles. He has a good fizzling intelligence on him. Like yeah. we got a cardboard cutout of him, a life size one for our Christmas TV show. We got his head off the internet, and then we got like a stock footage body that's like ripped and has ankles out in a suit. We got him put together, and then uh, into our Christmas TV show, we we're going to go around him and be kicking points and stuff, and then RT edited him out. <laughs> And uh, we, sa- we said it to him on the podcast and he was not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then when, when, we, when we're home drinking and we get drunk, we take out the cardboard cutout and send selfies of ourselves to Joe Brawley. Yeah. yeah. And he's just always replies with like, holy Jesus or something. <laughs> Do you both drink, lads? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it wouldn't have surprised me at all to, yeah. so if, 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 if you had said, no, 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 neither of us are drinking. We, we're both teetotalers, yeah. It wouldn't have surprised me. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying I... It's it's equally as likely that, I, but I'm glad. I'm personally, actually, sorry, I shouldn't be saying yeah. this, but I'm glad to hear that you drink. Yeah, no, we do. We love, we love, we love the few pints. Eight um, pints, cider, uh, Guinness, Guinness, yeah, 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 Guinness, Guinness of late, yeah, yeah, Guinness, or in in the heat, you need something light, something yeah. like a, ah, yeah, yeah. Moretti. That's what we're into at the oh, moment. Oh yeah, I know that one. Yeah, it's a nice little oh, Italian yeah, number. Yeah, it's mm. lovely. And it's Friday, so stop. <laughs> there we go. You're encouraging Ooh, me now. I'm, I'm, I'm getting nervous. I send pictures of our beers to each other every Friday. 
Isn't it going to be so these good? These are the though? new dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> beer pics. It is. Pics. We send these middle-aged men send each other pictures of our beers. Oh, oh it's sad, but it's cute, isn't it? I like it. I can't wait till things open back up and everyone can go and have a drink and have a chat. Because the best chats are when you're around four four pints in. That's yeah. when you're just nicely loosened. Up. I have a request. Will you make sure to come to my show in Thurlis in the Dome? Absolutely. Let me do it because remember you got it. You were so instrumental in helping me to sell it. <laughs> One, and you 100%. said you kept on saying to me, "God, I can't wait to fucking see that now." You know? Yeah. No, honestly, 100. percent We'll be there. Dome. Cool. Moment, the dome is good. Is it good? Is it good? Yeah. We've done some kids shows in there before. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was class. Four shows in two days. Yeah. Kids were wired to the moon. <laughs> so are we. <laughs> like, is it a good place to play? Yeah, it is a nice place. Yeah, All right, it's okay. big. Yeah. Final request for you guys. Um, you asked, I asked you, I've got basically on the line, I've got Miriam O'Callaghan, I've got Christy Moore and I've got Roy Keane. Do you want to be um, celebrated by Christy Moore? Do you want to be interrogated by Miriam O'Callaghan or do you want to be eviscerated by Roy Keane? I have such good memories of, of Roy Keane on, on Gift Grove that I'm going to have to go for Roy. Okay, Roy, I think you're, Roy, you've been called in if you wouldn't mind eviscerating one of the Johnnies here. Okay, I'll credit to Smacks. Um, which one is asking for me? <laughs> <laughs> Me, Smaxy. Smaxy? Yeah. How's it going, Smaxy? Good, Roy, you good. fucking tool. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast and you're there. Oh, no. I hate, I'm getting offended. I don't know whether to pull back on the internet or what. Your whole fucking career is on the internet, you gobshite. And you're there. Oh, no. It's so difficult being on the internet. You never know who's going to offend. And I, I was doing a woman there and they were going, oh, no. They said, don't do it. Be a fucking tool. Just do it. Get it over with and do it. What do you want to be, a welder? <laughs> you wanted to make a career on the internet and then as soon as you're in your career, you're there, no, I'm afraid I'll offend somebody. Huh? With your little pint of Moretti there. <laughs> I'm sorry, Roy, I'm sorry. Okay, you better be fucking sorry. Sorry, I'll do better. I'll do well, do better. Go out and win it. Go out and win it. Win the internet. Oh, no, we might, you know, we broke Dublin. Broke Dublin. <laughs> Jesus, it's like fucking Stephen Kenny beating Andorra. <laughs> what are you going to do? Pat yourself on the back for breaking Saggart? <laughs> Saggart. I'll be broke, Saggart. You better do better than that, lads. Just go we, large geographical territories. We're going the for the world day. now, right? Yeah, Europe. Yeah. That, right? Oceanico, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> the Indian Ocean. Break underwater. <laughs> fucking Mariana Trenches. 7,000 metres down. There's animals down there that look like you. Oh, jeez. Complete Okay, thanks, Roy. I think they've heard enough. Thanks, 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 Roy. That was so pleasurable, yeah. A lot of people love that. They get out of the system. They go, when I said that thing of, do you want to be eviscerated by Roy Keane, celebrated by Christy Moore, or interrogated by Miriam Crowell, practically nobody has picked the other two. They've all gone, no, no, I really want to be eviscerated by Roy (laughs) Keane. It's something, again, Catholic, I believe. Cleanse me of my sins. It's a punishment, yeah. Yeah. It's on everybody's uh, to-do list, bucket list, I think. Get eviscerated by Roy Keane. Lads, Listen, I, it's always a breath of fresh air to talk thanks to you. Million, I'm man. really, really... Uh, I, I, thanks again for those memories, but uh, I really, really enjoy talking to you. And I, I wish you so well in your future endeavours. And I know that everybody listening to this will probably do so as well. Thanks a million. Thanks a million. Are you coming down for, to care for a pint? Care for a pint? Yeah. I will, yeah, when I can, yeah. 100% man. Yeah. yeah. You can stay in our house. Yeah. Do you, He's got a nice big house, yeah. yeah. Do you, yeah? yeah. 100% man. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe actually that time in Thurlis. There we go. That oh. could be it. I might schedule it. That After I party. Stay over it now. Yes. Party. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See That's you then. It. Thanks, Thank Mario. You. Lovely. Well done, lads. Thank you so much. Mario. Cheers. Perfect, Mario. And as you probably gathered there, I had a ball talking to the two Johnnies, Johnny B and Johnny Smacks, uh, two great guys, and I wish them all the best for the future. And I look forward to seeing them down in Thurless when I perform down in the Dome there as well. 
Um, really enjoyable. Please subscribe to my podcast uh, and follow for free. It really helps us um, to continue. You can contact me directly here um, on email, mariorosenstock at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter at giftgrubmario. Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Mario Rosenstock, and I'd be delighted uh, to hear from you. Thanks, as always, to you for listening. Um, and thanks to Curry's PC World for their ongoing support. It's a summer of sport out there and Curry's PC World have everything you need to get you through that summer of sport. Head up there and check out their amazing deals. Anyway, thank you for joining me. Take it easy. See you same time, same place next week. Al Foran will be my guest with some amazing impressions. Mind yourself. <laughs>